Welcome to the Church of the Living God Mount Sterling podcast. We hope you are blessed by this message. For more information about our church, follow us on Facebook by searching for our page, Church of the Living God Mount Sterling. We would love to connect with you, pray with you, and hear what God is doing in your life. Now grab your Bibles and let's get into God's Word. Today, um, I, I gotta say, I don't even really have a sermon, and probably the way the service went is why. But I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on something where where that that scripture in Revelation. Okay, so Revelation five once again. I, I read a bunch of it, but it says in, in verse. I'm gonna just do verse three. And there was no man in heaven nor on earth, neither under the earth, that was able to open up the book, neither to look thereon. So they couldn't even look at it. In verse four. And I, who was John the Apostle, I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And then once again, Revelations 5, 5. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, he hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. Verse 6, and I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God. Verse 7, and he came and he took the book out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne, and when he had taken the book, the beasts, the elders, all fell down before the lamb, having every one of them with harps and golden vials. And they sang a new song. Now listen to this. Verse 13. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them I heard saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb forever and forever. Just for a few minutes, I'm not going to take up a bunch of your time. I'm going to just declare a message real quick called, O the Lamb. Oh, the Lamb. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we just elevate you and we just glorify you. God, thank you for this intimate moment that we spent in your presence, Lord God. I thank you that, God, you have constructed us to not hastily walk through and and quickly get through the intimate times of worship. And, Father, God, teach us that during those times, those intimate moments, is when we can feel your presence so close that your love is reaching out to us. And that's when miracles happen. That's when healings happen. And and structures of the mind can be brought down into the obedience of Christ. Ministries are born in your presence. So, God, we thank you, Lord God. I ask for the utterance of your spirit to, to minister this word. And, God, that we would leave this place knowing that it's, oh, the Lamb. Oh, the Lamb, and we honor you and we praise you in Jesus' name. And the church shouted. Thank you so much. I I remember when this hit me one time that that we always talk about the lion, right? The lion of the tribe of Judah. Let the lion in me roar. You know, what what animal do you want to be? Do you want to be a lion or do you want to be a lamb? Just think about it, Right? Because we want boldness, we want authority, we want, we want to be recognized, we want to be heard. And so we get this, the lion of the tribe of Judah. We get this, this warrior spirit inside of us that, that the lion is known as the king of the jungle. I, I remember there's those documentaries on, on, on Africa and 
there's one where there's a Nile crocodile. Nile crocodiles get up to 20, 25 feet. They're enormous. They're absolutely enormous. And there's one where the lion and the, and the crocodile are fighting over a gazelle. It's funny is that in their fighting, the, the gazelle gets away. But there's this one shot that there's, there's this animal that's 25 feet against this other animal that's probably 8 foot, 10 foot. I, I don't know how big, you know, across a lion is. But the lion is standing at the edge of the water. Remember, the water, who's, who has the advantage? The crocodile does. The lion was in his ground, was in his turf, but the lion just stood there with his mouth open and the teeth sat there and the crocodile just stood there. He knew he had the advantage, but then he knew who had the authority. And so we see that, and I don't know about you, but I want to be a lion, right? Weep not for behold the lion of the tribe of Judah. And, and John's like, man, somebody's, somebody's worthy to open this? Somebody's worthy to do this? And then when he looked, he saw a lamb that was slain. Heaven declared him to be the lion of the tribe of Judah. But John looked and behold a lamb that was slain. And then for the rest of the verse, did anybody say blessing and honor and glory and power to the lion? Never again was the lion mentioned. Because in heaven, forever and forever and forever, it's oh the lamb. And sometimes as Christians... We want to walk in all this authority. And, and, and that's things that, that Pastor John talked about. He talked about authority. He talked about identity. And then, and then we talked last week about, about stepping out and prophesying. And, and so many times we get this mentality of warfare. And, and, and listen, ever, from the very beginning of when I got saved, it seemed that my life just revolved around warfare. I, w I was spirit-filled just for a couple weeks, and, and I come home from, from a Bible study at 3 in the morning. We would just get down in the middle of, uh, in the downstairs basements of the, what are those called, dorms there at Moorhead State. And we would just sit there and play the guitar, and we would just pray for hours upon hours and upon hours, four, five, six hours a time, just sitting there, just sitting there, because the, the, the Lamb of God had somebody's attention. And when we give attention to the Lamb, the Lamb will always give attention to us. And we would just press in and press in. So I come home, it's three in the morning, and I'm coming up the stairs like this. And I walk into the dorm, and I got, you know, I got to come in quiet because my roommate is in there. And, and my roommate was talking to his fiancée, and, and a demonic spirit had come in to attack her. And he was on the phone with her. She was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're in Moorhead State, Kentucky, or Moorhead, Kentucky. And I, literally, you could hear her on the phone with growls and with a deep voice that the, the enemy had come in. She had opened up a doorway, and the enemy had come in. And I'm spirit-filled for, for a couple weeks, and who knows, that brings, brings down the excitement of prayer meeting. You know, people think, like, oh, man, I want to cast out devils. No, you don't. It's not fun. It's not pretty. You see evil in a way that you have never 
felt evil before. But is there breakthrough? Oh, yes, there is. Is there healing? Oh, yes, there is. So I come into this room. Everything is changed. All my excitement goes away. And, and all of a sudden, I, I, I came in with a lion spirit. I came in going, rah, rah. And all of a sudden, you're going, mm. So I sat at the little armoire there. Because, you know, those dormitories are like prison blocks. I know you holy people ain't never been in jail. But some have. And it's just a square little box. I'm just glad they gave us a bed, not a little cot. And so there's a little armoire with the drawers. And so I open it up. I push my shirts to the side. And I sit down in this armoire. And I'm sitting there going, what on earth is this? And so I'm sitting there. I'm praying. And then I got super spiritual. And I said, you know something? Jesus, you don't want that in there. And he went, Good. That's good. But I'm reading the Bible for the first time. I wasn't raised in church. I didn't read the Bible. I didn't know Bible stories. So I'm reading the Gospels for the first time. And something you encounter in the Gospel that, that Jesus was like, a, it's, it was a breakthrough ministry. Because you never really hear about it in the Old Testament. But all of a sudden, Jesus comes and he's like, man, what authority does he have? Even the demon spirits hear him and obey him. So I start talking. I start ministering. I came in like a lion out of this prayer meeting. And, and I, I was so, come on, Lord. Come on, Lord. And I kept praying and I kept praying. And my spirit started to get agitated. And I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. It was like the lion had to sit down. And I had to understand that deliverance and power and authority don't come from the lion it comes from the lamb the lamb was slain and him being slain brought healing and in that process I started to learn and I saw this verse and God just shifted this verse on me he said listen people want to be lions people want to act like lions they want to talk like lions but when it comes down for people to be set free the glory has to go to the lamb because when we get a lion mentality, we start believing our roar. And we start believing that it's our teeth that is chasing away the enemy. In that moment, I felt absolutely weak. I felt powerless. What was, it? What was the lion, the sheepish lion? Lambert. Remember that? Lambert. The sheep is lion, Lambert. Remember? That's what I felt like. I came in this big from prayer meeting, and then the enemy stepped in, and I was Lambert. But I started praying, and I kept praying, and I kept praying, and I kept praying. And I always went back to the word. I always went back to the gospel. I said, man, God, I know that that's not of you. I know that's not of you. And all of a sudden, I started getting, getting stirred in my spirit that Paul says, man, I got sick of it for days. And I turned around, and I said, spirit of divination, come out of her. And I started to get agitated in my spirit. And I, I realized that I had no power. I had no authority. So I kept getting lower. I kept getting lower. And it was more about the lamb than it was the lion. It was more about what he could do than what I thought I was. And all of a sudden, God says, you're low enough. Now stand up. And I started to speak in another tongue. And immediately the demon left. But see, it was because of the lamb. 
Is he the line of the tribe of Judah? Yes, he is. But blessing and honor and glory and power forever and forever belong to the lamb. It's the lamb that was slain that brought us victory. And as the body of Christ, we need to walk in the authority of the lamb instead of thinking ourselves to be lions. You know who thinks himself to be a lion? The devil, right? He goes about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Sometimes we as Christians get arrogant and prideful and we walk around like lions But really, we're little kitty cats sipping on milk. Because we don't get into the meat of the word. We don't understand the meat of the word. But when we need to recognize that on earth as it is in heaven, that's our call, is not just to take people to heaven, but it's to demonstrate to people on the earth what heaven is. When people hang out with us, when they're around us, they should feel that, man, you're not from here. When I walk around in Africa, who knows, it's very easy to see that I ain't from there. People walk up to you and they're like, boy, that's really on there. And they love it. I've heard of people who are, who are blonde hair walk up into Africa and, they just, and the kids are just looking at the hair going, look at me, I'm And kids just surround you. And they surround you because they they notice that that you look different than them. But who knows that the spirit is greater than the flesh. Imagine if we are not noticed by what we look like, but how we walk in the spirit realm. See, that doesn't come from the lion. That comes from the lamb, the lamb that was slain. John says, listen, they told me that the the lion of the tribe of Judah, he's worthy, he's worthy. But when I looked, it was the lamb. The lamb is forever worthy. And if we are going to take the city, if we're going to change the atmosphere of Mount Sterling, it's going to be about us exalting the lamb. The enemy goes about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And so many times we as Christians walk around like lions and all we're doing is we're devouring people. If your anointing is used to devour people, I tell you you're operating under the wrong kingdom. If you are so anointed that all you can do is correct people on Facebook, then then maybe you're, you're of the wrong kingdom. Facebook is not the place to correct, to train, and to rebuke. It's just not the place. Very soon we've already talked about it. I think Kimberly is is going out of town. Sometime, I don't even know when. But during that time, when she goes to visit her friend from college, I always take advantage and, and have men over. No offense, ladies. You wouldn't be allowed in my house with my wife not there, amen? Hello. But we're going to have men over, and we're going to sit around the fire. My, my bow energies right here, sons of thunder. And boys are just salivating for more glory. So guess what? Derek's over there salivating for more glory. Guess what? We, we're going to get you fed. You want meat? 
We got meat. Because we want to prepare you men. We want to prepare you. I don't know you, but appreciate you being here, brother. <laughs> I did it in love, though. I didn't want to leave you out. But we're going to gather people together in a safe place, in an open place, where when gifts are revealed and gifts are operated in, there's a safe place to nurture, to train. You don't do that on Facebook. Because we, we want to be lions on Facebook. But really what we are is we're cowards in the spirit. We're like lions because we type real good and we accentuate and, 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 and speak our words very fine on Facebook because we sit there for 20 minutes d- typing, deleting, typing, deleting until we get some good thing in your flesh and it profits nothing. But in heaven and in the earth, I want to tell you it's all the lamb. It's the lamb because the lamb was slain. The lamb was, was sacrificed for us. Why? So we could become the children of God. I want you to re-look at that forever in your life. That everything of beauty, everything of power, everything of healing and deliverance and new life does not come from the lion. It comes from the lamb. And we, we need to carry the lamb. Because the lamb can also roar. And we as the body of Christ have to unite together and to walk in a way that it's not like lions. We walk like the lamb. Isaiah 53, 1 says, who shall believe our report? To whom is the arm of the Lord extended to? It says, for he, he, was, he was born out of dry ground. He was, he was a, a plant, a tender plant, and the ground was dusty. It says there was no comeliness to him. There was no form. We, we, we looked at him, and there was no beauty. When they looked at Christ, there was nothing there that could say, man, that's why they said, man, what good comes out of Nazareth? They had saw him do these miracles, and yet when they looked at him, they said, surely this can't be the Messiah. See, they were looking for a lion, but it was the Lamb of God that that by his wounds we are healed. And I would rather carry the lamb, I would rather walk humbly as a lamb, even before the slaughter, than to roar like a lion, and nobody gets healed, and nobody gets set free. Our focus needs to be more on him than what we look like. Because nobody nobody wants to look like the weak one. Nobody wants to look like this. Even the Apostle Paul says, man, you guys cower at my appearance saying, surely this isn't him. You know, it was one of those where you're going to have a a, a revival service. And we're like, hey, man, we're going to have the Apostle Paul. And he steps up and you're like, who's this? That's how Jesus was. Herod Herod wanted to see Christ. He waited for him. So Pilate says, he's a Galilean, give him to Herod. It said Herod was excited to see him. And when he walked in, Herod was like, this? This is him? But yet all blessing and all honor and all glory and power. In heaven and all of heaven. All of the earth, under the earth, in the seas, all glory and power and blessing and honor belong to the Lamb. And if that's who deserves it all, then that's who we need to represent. 
So I'm asking you as a pastor and as a man of God, I'm asking you today to lay down your lion's manes and pick up the soft wool of the, of, of the lamb that was slain. Stand with me today. Thank you.